This is a previously recorded episode. You're listening to The Nooner Show with Jackie and Denise. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my Time. Welcome to the Nooner Show with J Dubs and Denise Brennan Nelson. We are broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios, high above Activate Gaming in Ferndale, Michigan. You can find us at DetroitPodcast.com. What time is it? It's Nooner Time! Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy hump day. Hi. You made it, Denise. I made it. I just... I panicked here for a minute. I was a little panicky in the car, but I thought, well, I know she can handle it without me. And I know... I, I know who our guest is, so I figured between the two of you yeah. and Jessica, the and, three and, of you. And I know our guest, And too, our so. great photographer. <laughs> JT's yes. in the house. <laughs> Sitting across from me. Mm-hmm. But it was. I was stuck in construction well before Evergreen. Yeah. And two lanes. I was, they too. It was a lot more traffic. Down. Well, this was, they were working on a bridge, and yeah. they had two lanes down, and it's only until 3 o'clock, so obviously comes rush time, and it'll be fine. But I'm yeah. here, I Yay. got here like, what, two minutes ago? Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness I was organized. Hey, how was your weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? Oh, I went to uh, Petoskey, to McLean yeah. and Aiken, for a book signing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was this weekend. Yep. They, How'd it go? It was wonderful. Yeah. They do a great job. You saw yeah. the, you know. Oh, the, the display was display beautiful. was so mm-hmm. adorable. They were so excited to have you. And they always have, um, you know, they always have a craft for the kids, and they have a, um, you know, they do a little game. Now, and, let me ask you something, because that's um, such a touristy area. Yeah. Is that, so... Are, do you get locals? Is, are they locals that come in for the book signing, or are they tourists, or is it a combination? Both. Is it a combination? It is amazing how many people. Um, well, they just have such a great uh, community yeah. uh, feel there. and It's always hopping. It is. Yeah. That store is always mm-hmm. busy. And, of course, they have Roast and Toast, that great coffee shop right next to uh-huh. it. And the whole the whole town, the whole yeah. city does a great yeah. job. But, no, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, Bob was there and my dad. and. Oh. Oh, cool. Rebecca. And so did Bob do the crafts? We had, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did five little lions, you know, five little lions jumping on the bed. <laughs> you know that, remember that song when your kids were little? Did you uh, sing? Yeah. Did you sing that one? No. No. <laughs> Mama said, no more uh, monkeys jumping oh, on the yeah, bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Only she did lions. Oh, uh-huh. that's why I was confused. No more lions roaring okay. in the bed or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. It was really cute. Yeah. So, so it was a, a success then. It was. It oh, was, how fun. It was great. And, you know, came home on Sunday and nice. looking forward to next weekend. Why? What's next weekend? Nothing. I'm doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going now? <laughs> a I'm bottle of wine? I'm not, yeah. Well, my kids are both going to New York. Oh, right. When oh, are they cool. leaving? Well, I'm taking them to the airport Friday morning. Oh, wow. Um, they're there till Monday, and Bob's How going fun. scouting um, with friends to Ohio, some, some hunting land. Oh. So I'm going to be by myself. Wow. <laughs> a little jealous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I must say. Um, so how many stories will you crank I'm out okay. by yourself? I don't know. I'm working on a couple, but, yeah. you know, we'll see yeah. if the mood hits me. Okay, and wait, because I know you're not going to talk about this unless I bring it up, but there is a big announcement, I think, um, about Tallulah. Well, I got a great text from my girlfriend yesterday, uh-huh. Colette, who lives up in Traverse City, and uh, she took a, a shot of the newspaper, and Tallulah was number one on Michigan's bestseller list. That oh, is that's awesome. Because awesome. has that book been out? That hasn't been out a year, has it? Has. It? Oh, it has. Was it a year in April? It was, yeah, it came out in the spring of 2015. Okay. So this spring wow, would have like been. it seems like it was just this past April that. I, I know. It, you time, had the uh, release party. so fast. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's, um, 
I actually I had lunch with my publisher yesterday, and as she said, um, you know, it's it's funny how sometimes it takes books a while to get their legs, or in yeah. this case, their fins. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's really doing really well this this yeah. summer. So we're excited about oh, it's that. Such an awesome story. I, yeah. know, I know Rocky actually. It's one of her favorites. Yeah, I love that. Book. Yeah, Thanks. so cute. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. I, pre- well, I appreciate hey, the PR. Congratulations. <laughs> but but you know what? How can people get your books? So if they well, do want to, you know, Barnes and Noble are they're great. Uh, as far as my books go, independent bookstores. I mean, there's okay. still a lot What's of great What's your website, though? Because you have a ton of books that people can go if they're looking for a certain type of uh, topic. They can go to denisebrennanelson.com. That's my website. I, okay. do, I don't I do sell my own books on my website, but you certainly but they can, can go. Them and up and the description and, yeah. you know, look at the yeah. reviews and all that kind of yeah. stuff and only believe them if they're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't post them if they're bad, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but, you know. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations. Yeah. That's and awesome. Amazon, you know, but, okay. but, yeah, you can pretty much get them anywhere. So denisebrennanelson.com. Yeah. That's one way if you want to look up all the different books. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, anyway. well, good. Yeah, what about you? What are you doing this weekend? Oh, this weekend I'm going to Arts, Beats, and Eat. <gasps> you know what? In my travels here, I yes. um, I was listening to the radio, of course. I, uh-huh. I heard some great stories. But I heard that Arts, it's Arts, Beats, and Eats in Rochester, right? It's, it's Royal, Royal Oak. Oak down the street. It's Royal Oak. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sorry, Royal mm-hmm. Oak and Rochester. Yeah. But it's the number, it's number 15 of art festivals in the country. Oh, wow. I believe that. I do, too. I mean, It's a great festival. Yeah, it is. I mean, considering how many art festivals there are in the country, I thought right. even the, in, you know, number 15. Right. That is pretty good. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So oh, you're going to that? Oh, yeah. What's taking you there? Just the festival itself? Oh, and, and the singer that I follow. I'm a groupie of this, <laughs> this singer. <laughs> Who might that be? Who might that be our guest today? Yeah. <sighs> Which we're going to get to, aren't we? Yes. Oh, and I do want oh, to tell you another yeah. real quick story I heard on the way here because I know how much you love your dog, and we talk about our dogs oh, all the time. Yes. But um, a dog fell off its owner's boat into Lake Michigan. <gasps> no. The, the, Was the dog wearing a life jacket? No. Oh. And and this is what I heard. So it, the dog's name was Riley. I caught that. Um, the wife was steering, and uh-huh. the um, the husband or the owner of the dog was um, down below looking at something mechanical, and the dog fell in the water. He sent out a mayday, and they they couldn't find it. Mm. Oh, really? The dog swam six miles and walked. I think it was four. I didn't catch. I I got yeah. the six miles and walked like four miles. It made it back home. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I know. I know. See, Gia wears a life jacket. Yeah, she, so does Lil. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because she's such a wussy. <laughs> <laughs> she's lazy. She's fat. That's why, that's why I wear a life jacket. Like, you do not. Do you really? Uh, not all the time. Oh, but so, so are you afraid of the water? Or are you just? I love boating, but um, swimming in deep water, I No. Oh. Well, you know what? That's a, actually a good idea. I don't mean to Why your, your dog doesn't have a life jacket? My dog does not like the water. The only thing yeah. she's gone in the water for is a duck. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as she re- hunting dog? as soon as she realized her feet were, weren't hitting the bottom, she beelined back for sure. Oh, it was funny. pretty funny, yeah. Um, but no, she's not a water dog at all. I know we, we just have to talk about Dancing with the Stars real quick. Do you watch that? I like that show. I want to be on that show. See, I, <laughs> you do. Well, they all lose weight. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I never a, really watched the show, to be honest oh. with you. Uh, but I, well, it's been around a long time now. It has. It's really how long, popular. How many years? I, I don't know, but a so long time. A, Kellen Johnson's going to be on it this season. That's what I wanted to talk about. There's two people from Detroit on it this year. I heard Kellen Johnson, which just shocks me. Yeah, he's These football be, uh, players can um, pretty much do really good. Yeah, they do have qu- a few athletes on there. Right? There's some old guys that have been on there. Uh, I'm trying to remember. There's some 49ers used to be on there. Uh I gotta look it up because I do know who they were. Uh, Emmett Smith was on it. That's another one. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they also I don't watch it every season. But I, I definitely have caught some of it. And, and there's a a girl named Jenna Kramer who's an award winning country artist, and she's I from Rochester. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. from Rochester, Michigan, and she's on it. Wow. And she's really Which good. I thought was really cool. I think it'd be I fun to be on it. I mean, okay, but you know who else is on it? Who we we talked about him a little bit last week. 
that Ryan Lochte. Oh, oh yes, he is. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. Look at the look you're giving me because <laughs> um, you know last week we're, we were talking about you know making mistakes and recovery and you know. Uh, look at there was a Michigan woman from the Olympics, uh, Chelsea. Uh, she's from Flint. She took gold. She, she was, oh yeah, she. That's the second time she took gold back. In yeah, the but she didn't. She didn't screw up. She's yeah. doing it. You know, she's. Like, a, we're talking about last week. We were talking yeah. about how Ryan screw. You know, he, the yeah, mistake he made. Did, yep. And we were talking about recovery, and here he is. Here he's um, going to be on Dancing with the yeah, Stars. That was a quick recovery. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Huh. Well, we shall see, right? But yeah, that is weird. Two, so two people from Michigan. Yes. And then I, I didn't I hear there was a um, one of the gymnasts that was also going to be on it. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see nothing on that. Okay. I just, but Calvin Johnson, that should be interesting. Yep. <laughs> he was a good. He was a good football player. <laughs> we'll see what kind of dancer he is. Well, they're so athletic. I mean, that's yes. half of it. Oh, sure. You they put them. From what I hear, yeah. through some grueling oh, right. uh, workouts. Training maneuvers, the, there's steps they have to do to go around, get around, everything. Actually, JT, um, you just took dance lessons, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, tell us about that. Are you planning on auditioning sometime in the near future? Is that no. why you did it? <laughs> I wanted to try something new, and I liked it. What kind of dancing? Really? Ballroom dancing. Really? I had, I had some great teachers in Bloomfield Hills. That was, I had fun. I had two hours of fun. There were a lot of older people, but... They taught me how to do the steps. I did a little swing dancing right there. That is so cool. How wow. fun. Now, JT is a, a, a Michigan uh, photographer, freelance photographer, and um, you were a, a big-time wrestler back in the day, right? When I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, me and my brothers, it was four of us, we all wrestled. I got up to regionals. My two younger brothers got up to states. So oh. you'll probably um, audition for Dancing with the Stars. And <laughs> if they ever come around to Detroit. You look like a wrestler. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. A lot of people anyway. think I'm a cop. <laughs> yeah, you well, could pass for that, yeah, too. Yeah, too. So anyway. We know otherwise. So yeah. don't we? <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anything else we wanted to? What Gene Wilder Oh, oh yes. Did you hear about that? He passed away? Yeah, he did. 83 years old? Yeah. Was he sick? Yeah, he was sick. He had oh, Alzheimer's, he mm-hmm. but he didn't That's tell anybody. Complications from. Oh, he really? Kept it, he kept it quiet. Um, he didn't want uh, kids that thought of him as Willy Wonka uh, oh, to, cool. I don't know, he didn't want to make it sad. And, you know, some uh-huh. people are just personal about their illnesses right. and their deaths and all of that. Right, right. Um, so, but what I heard that I thought was really interesting, and I wanted to pose this question to our guest, so <laughs> this will give her a little uh, time to think about it. Yeah. Um, they said that he died listening to his favorite song. And I was thinking, wow, what would Gene Wilder's favorite song be? And it was Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and wow. I That's I know. Cool. I mean, it is a beautiful song. Yeah. What, a, is, song, what a song to go to. Go what, to you what, know? Do you, what song would you want? Um, well, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Highway to Hell, but... <laughs> <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. That's a good one, Denise. I think I like Highway to Hell better, though. For you, Denise. No. That was a good one, Rocky. That was a good one, Rocky. Quick. Uh, for you, though, that one, right? Not for me. me yeah. oh. I thought you were saying for Denise. What about you? What What song would you like to... Oh, I Pass don't know. On. Okay, go ahead, Rocky. You probably have one you'd like to. You'll probably play you. it. Oh, no. Highway to Hell was for me, oh, too. Oh, that was for me, but no, no, no. for you. Yeah, for me. On, on the oh, other God. side, they'd be singing The Bitch is Back. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking. The Bitch came back. I love you. That was, oh, God. That's so funny because I was actually thinking that song. Oh, wow. Which came back. That is weird. Jessica, what about you? Is there a song that, like, came to your mind right away? No. Honestly, no. Hmm. I can't think of anything. Hmm. Somewhere Over the Rainbow is a good song, though. I know. By the, that guy from Hawaii that passed away. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Mr. Fuji. He was yeah. a wrestler. Oh. Really? Yeah, uh, Mr. Fuji. Uh, I'm like to say his first name. He did 30 years with the WWE. Wow. Okay, yeah, he was 83 too. Wow. Yeah, I do like his version, yeah. Jessica. You're right. I, I have yeah. heard yeah. that. Yeah, it's like heavenly. Yeah. <laughs> do you, have you ever sang that song? Somewhere with the Rainbow. Rocking? Yeah, when I was oh, little, yeah. I used to sing it all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Well, there's nothing you couldn't sing, but we should probably get to that segment. We should. So, yay. You have a bell that works today, don't yes, you? I, yeah, I made sure. That was the thing I did with the one minute I had to get prepared. Well, it's time for our favorite segment. What's the wish? What's the way? And what is in the way? This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, and no matter how difficult it is, they overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. At the age of eight, after getting into trouble in class, and not for the first time, mind you, our guest calmly told her frustrated mother, don't worry, Mom, I'm going to be a singer. That was an understatement. Blessed with natural talent that she got from her father and classically trained, she was she has a raspy, soulful voice that shouldn't be compared to anyone, but Janice Joplin and Amy Winehouse are a hint at her sound and talent. She is here to talk about her dynamic and unfolding story, including her recording trip to Nashville, collaborating with hip-hop artist Easy to God and country singer Brian Schramm, and Oh yeah, her YouTube sensation kid brother, John Paul Wallace. A spitfire at age eight, a fireball now. Please welcome Rocky Valuse. Woo! Wow, Woo. Good introduction. Yeah. <laughs> good introduction. sound like somebody. <laughs> oh, honey, I could have kept going and going and going. You are somebody, but I love that story. I mean, this is a true story. You're yeah. eight, seven, eight years old, yeah. and you just calmly say to your mom, who wants to hang you up by your toes. Yeah. They tried a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't worry, mom, I'm going to be a singer. Yes. I mean, do you remember that? They, I just, I remember getting into a lot of trouble, but <laughs> yes. the details were all, I just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, that's pretty early to know what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, I loved music, and I mean, I remember listening to Fleetwood Mac and Carlos Santana being really little, and Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot, sure. a lot of Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just always, like, something that I loved, and I tried other things. I was in dance and gymnastics and... Karate. Karate. And nothing stuck. I did not want to do any of it, so... You just you wanted know, to be a I singer. I just wanted to sing, yeah. Do you think that... I mean, people are, you were born with talent. And I know genetically, it kind of, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, my dad's family. I've got a lot of cousins that are in music. I've got a cousin who's in theater in Indiana right now. And, you know, so a lot of music, music in the family. Do you think so. people are born with that or they learn it? Um, I think it's, I think you're either born with passion or you're not. Um, I think anything can be learned. And just knowing from my coaches, it's, you know, people say I'm tone deaf. No, that's not really like very small percentage of people are tone deaf. You can learn anything. I just think if you're passionate enough to see it through, then that's what kind of separates. But not yeah. everybody could sing like you because God knows I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty good. Come on. I've seen your rendition of Hello. Yes. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, maybe with a little Speaking of that, Adele is this weekend. Is it this weekend? Yeah. Oh. Her concert? Yes, at the Palace. Oh. Mm. Oh, that. We try, tried to we get try, tickets. Right, we tried to get tickets, too. We, we need better connections. I know. <laughs> soon, 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 soon. So talk a little bit about your training, because I also find that fascinating. Classically trained um, isn't something you normally hear with. Yeah, I was – well, I started taking voice lessons, like, really young, probably, like, around six or something, and it was just singing songs. And then um, we started to get a little bit more serious and finding different coaches, and I think I started my first, like, classical lesson when I was probably, like, 12 or 13, and then I started taking lessons at the Flint Institute of Music, and then um, the coach moved, so I moved with my coach. And then um, in high school, I took lessons from a lady named Julianne Carr, and she uh, she's an opera singer. She traveled all over um, Europe professionally, and um, she studied and taught at U of M. So I worked with her throughout high school, and then when I was done with high school um, and decided I didn't want to go to school for music, and my producers at the time, Kevin Sharp, sat me down and said I was in a rock band and he was like, you're terribly awkward on stage. Like You really have got to get this together. So I took um, uh, another year of gospel lessons who actually, she, the same lady, um, Grace Thomas, who coaches John Paul. Wow. So What did you learn from those, you know, coaches? Um, classical music, I, it's the basics. It's how to breathe. It's, you know, it's, there's so much of fundamentals in classical music that I don't know if I would have gotten had I not taking classical music um but 
when I switched over to gospel, it like all clicked, like everything that I had learned and they had been talking to me about really kind of like set in and I knew how to apply it now to what I'm doing. So even in the studio, it's so important, you know, the producers you're working with will say, sing, you know, put the sound here in your body and you're like, okay. And like, I can do that. Like I know exactly what they're talking about and I've tried to coach that and I'm not a good teacher. So (laughs) I failed miserably, but, um, uh, yeah, so it's like just being able to place the sound and, and it's, a lot more physical than I think people think. And Do you ever listen to people and think, uh, you know, if they just did this or that? Oh, yeah, I, I coached a band for a while and um, worked with the singer of the band. And I can, you know, and I, I like coach. I like working with bands because they, they practice regularly and there's actually, you know, week to week improvement versus, you know, someone who doesn't, you know, it's again, it's about passion and drive. If you don't practice, you're not going to get better. There's nothing I can tell you. Um, but I like working with the band. And um, so working with him um you know i was telling him teaching him how to place the sound in different parts and okay you're gonna hit this note you've got to visualize this and do this weird thing with your body and you know lift your eyebrows and do these things to hit those notes and you know eventually you don't really have to do it because it comes naturally um now you're also going to be working with gary burns right yeah they actually gotta get singers yeah they've got singers and uh yeah so i I will be working i'm working with them on stage presence and things like that so okay Wow. There's yeah. a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. But I think it's like that with any craft, you know. Right. There's right. so much. There's the right. surface and then there's just, you know, right. when you Good point. study, it's... Uh, yeah, you can have that natural talent, but then yeah. to really, really get good. What do you think is the biggest misconception about this business? Um, I think the biggest... That's a good question. <laughs> um, I mean, some of it I think you just touched on is that yeah, it is just talent and you go out there and you sing. Yeah. And people, well, I think it's, it's, there's work involved in anything. I think, and think people think, oh, you're going to go out and be a singer or whatever. No, it's not just I'm going to go out and be a singer. I'm going to have to do things I don't want to do, like social media. I'm, like, I'm going to have to be awkward in front of people. And like, you know, Denise can relate to your <laughs> social media. Input. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, there's sacrifice in anything. Um, that you're going to do. There's not any easy way to do anything here. It's not instant stardom. I've been doing this for a long time. It's there's nothing that comes overnight. And I think people, they get skewed with that, you know, because they see it once it's already out, you right, know, so they right. don't see the back end of the, right, right. the but grind. But like you struggle. said, though, that's true. That's true. It's really true if you're going to be the top in anything, you know, right. it's no different than being in the top in, you know, whatever industry you are, whatever right. field you've you're going to be a doctor, you're going to do a lot of schooling, you know, right. if you're going to be a you know lawyer, it's the same thing. And, you know, Right. right. You're going to be the top right. of your game in anything. It's going to take work. So, Well, we talked a little bit. We had John Paul on last yeah. week. Which I did not um, get to listen to yet. But. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, good. So you don't know what he was saying about you. Oh, God. <laughs> that could be a good thing for you, John Paul. <laughs> but we did enjoy talking to him because he's, he has said some of the some of the similar things that mm-hmm. you're saying that, um, you know, you get signed mm-hmm. and then the work starts. Yeah. So talk a little bit about, um, you know, getting signed. Yeah. Well, this isn't my first, I've been signed before to different labels. Um, and, but this label has been, I've worked with Frankie for, I think we're going on about three years now. So I have a relationship with Frankie and, uh, the songwriter and him and I are are pretty tight and, um, he's pushed me a lot in writing and just to think differently and, you know, opening different doors of creativity that weren't necessarily there before. Um, so that's been just an amazing experience because I feel like that's my strong suit, you know, being able to write and and play out live um and then the studio i just i'm like a kid in a candy shop so really um, so yeah. you write all your own songs as well well frankie and i co-write yeah so okay. yeah he he will we go back and forth um with writing and stuff like that so yeah so we we do everything together so so, yeah, so it's that's been, collaborative yep so that's now, been what about you and john paul have you ever written something together um well we Kind of. We're in the studio together, so it's like our creative juices are all flowing together, you know, and he'll say, hey, come listen to the song I'm working on and I'll do the same thing and get his opinion and, you know, he'll get mine and we kind of collaborate that way, but we don't ever sit down and say, okay, this is, we're going to do this together. Um, So it's kind of, you know, we're both kind of finding our way in our different genres. So, you know, when he has, it's like when I listen to his music, I have to listen to it for him, you know, for his you know, I can't put my spin on it the way I would do it. So oh, um, it's a little different of a, yeah. We're going to we're gonna listen to one of the songs right now. Oh, good. Since we're talking about songwriting. You're cutting me off again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had about I eight know questions what, I know what's bobbing around in my head, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll hold them. Um, so let's listen to moderation. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. Okay.
the sun down till I just can't see the sky. Shouldn't spend my opportunity staring down the paddle, hoping to see that I'm well in moderation. Don't agree with me Oh my wow. god! Talk about a holy shit moment. I need to I've find a better word than wow. But no, I'm, it, wow. It, you know, like I've heard it, I don't know how many times, and I've seen her perform this live, which is just incredible. And I'm, I, I have chills right now. Again. It's like it, you can oh, almost feel it just coming up from your toes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so. Well, and, and for those people who can't see us, um, I'm looking over at Denise, and she's got her head back and, and her eyes closed, and, and, and she's. You I know, hope we never clutching. have. A oh, I know your hand. camera in here. Oh gosh! Oh, oh look, yeah, and oh, then look. Jake. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so okay, a couple things. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I was, <laughs> Did go you ahead. write that song? Uh, yeah, I co-wrote that with Frank and um, Chris Fursey, Actually, Chris Fursey did the piano on that song. Is there? Okay, so moderation don't look good on me. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there somebody that this song that you were thinking of when you wrote this um, song? Yeah, I mean, I kind of got out of a relationship that was a. Uh, uh, it was a long one and it was a hard one. <laughs> um, and I wrote the song shortly after um, that ended. And um, yeah, it was, I, I am, um, I like moderation and, but I, I'm one of those people, like I wear my heart on my sleeve and I love to love. So, um, you know, I get in trouble <laughs> a little bit because oh, you know. I fall in love and it's like, you know, <laughs> you, just but, have um, to, you just have to find the right person. Yeah, and well, then- and it's. Uh, you know, it's it's we're getting it together, but <laughs> what isn't um. it great that you can 
you know, write a song like mm-hmm. that. And, and that's, yeah. I guess that's why we can feel that song. Yeah. It's like the songs that you write that really mean something to mm-hmm. you. And I mean, to, when I hear that song, I think of the, the person that wrote it thinking, yeah, I, I, I just have to give it my all. I'm mm-hmm. not going to hold back. Like, yeah. It's funny because Denise said that should be my theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it could be. I want to ask you something about that yeah. song. So you collaborated with um, Chris. Frankie first, and Chris. Yeah, yep. and Frankie. Um, but how do you, because I know you don't really play an instrument. Yeah. I, I know you've dabbled in yeah. it. But so how do you, like, do you start off writing something and then you this, have an idea of how you want it to sound? And you how, like, how it, do you communicate that to a musician? It goes back and forth. Um, it's easier for me to get music and um, I write lyrics and melodies all the time, um, which we're working on a couple of the things that I've initiated but it's easier for me to get music because the music to me um it like i write this song in particular frankie had said they've got this idea for moderation don't agree with me so i loved that working title and he had a couple verses and then i wrote a couple another verse and the the pre-chorus and kind of changed it um and reworked a little bit of the melody and um so it he will write things you know that I can identify with or like the next song we're going to play. He's like, I've heard you say this a thousand times. So we wrote a song about it. But like when he, when he comes up with an idea mm -hmm. like that and he writes it, does he give you um, like the chords? And so you have an idea. Yeah. So we went into the studio and at Chris's house and um, Chris is a fantastic musician. I mean, he's just an all-star. He's amazing. And um, so I've, been able to work with him and every time I learn something new, he's incredible. Um, so he came and he said, I got this idea. He gave him the, he had the chords already. And then Chris just turned it into a whole nother animal. So wow. the piano work on that is, is incredible. Cause the whole thing is incredible. It's that a song is just song. amazing. <laughs> I mean, the, it's unbelievable. And you know, when you were asking the questions about, you know, what, what comes first and how yeah. do you work all that together? I was thinking, because no way could that ever have been a fast song. I, I mean, in my mind, anyway. right. but is there ever that thought of, well, maybe this could be more upbeat or no. Yeah, just- we, it, it, everything's kind of like a work in progress. So this one was, you know, like he gave it to me and I sat on it for a while and I I wrote a bunch of different things to it and nothing really stuck. And then I, I don't know, I just was in a mood. So I reworked a little bit of the pre-chorus melody and um, and it kind of took, you know, it was kind of like became its own thing. Um, but yeah, there's other songs that we've, there's a song we've, a working title that we've had that we've written 10 different songs too. I mean, we've redone it so many times and changed, you know, the direction of the lyrics because we loved the title. Um, so that's constantly, you know, just because an idea doesn't work out for a specific song, that music could go to something else and those lyrics and melody can be redone here and the concept can be reworked into something completely else. I mean, you never kind of give up on a... Oh, that's wow. interesting. Nobody's ever quite explained it that way. You might so. put it on the back burner, but you don't give up on it. Oh. So. <laughs> that's interesting. So you yeah. know when it's got something, but you just got to find the right channel yeah, for it. exactly. So when you have like a title or an idea, um, you know, you just kind of, if it's not working, you set it on the back burner to something else and you can rework it into another concept or whatever yeah do you just love singing that song or i do love singing that song okay. <laughs> and you do it so well too. are there songs that you don't like singing yeah i don't like my original stuff you know i don't sing it if i don't really like it so okay. um so it's easier and the covers you can pick but yeah i've had to sing songs i didn't care for or, you know is I, that hard it is hard it's not as authentic as you would like you know when i'm on stage it's like you like it to be as authentic as possible and when you're singing songs you don't really agree with or you don't really feel it's um you know it, it's up you're entertaining so you know you have to kind of separate the artistic part from the you know there's a business side to it and you know who's your audience for this particular show and you know you might have to pull out something for a specific audience that you know you know they would enjoy maybe it's not your favorite song but you know, you know i was listening to a couple other songs of yours and i was thinking how do you I mean, there are songs that just span so many generations, you know, mm-hmm. your age group, yeah, <laughs> our age group. <laughs> and I thought, wow, how do you do that? Like that one would span. Yeah. Right? That, that's yeah. everybody. Well, right. not everybody. Yeah. There's a lot of moderate people I, in the world, but it certainly I would stoke a few people. <laughs> don't claim this generation. Like I feel so much older than I am and I, you know, I'm so bad at social media, which is not... <laughs> like my friends or you know the people in my group and um i i do feel like i should have you know what era I, do you think you should have i should have been like the 60s you know 70s interesting would have been, been a good generation i've, I've always i've always <laughs> called her a high maintenance hippie 
Well, at eight years old to say, don't worry, mom, I'm going to be a singer. I mean, that alone says she's an old soul. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So um, let's talk a little bit about things that are going on. Now, you've been doing this, well, since you were eight. (laughs) Um, What's new now? I know you went to Nashville. Talk about that. Nashville was uh, an amazing experience. So we went and um, we had just a bunch of kind of scratch ideas. Um, We had worked up choruses and verses and, you know, basic, you know, melodies and chords and stuff like that. But we had kind of you know, for what I, you know, I'm used to going in the studio, like, this is the song, we're going to track it, you know, this, this, and this, and there's a schedule, and there's this and that. So we went down and worked with this producer, Matt, and he was just incredible. He was so fast. I've never seen anything like it, and he was just whipping this stuff out. And um, he just totally translated everything that we were thinking. Um, so it was great for me because I nailed the sound. Like, we've been searching for a sound because I, I love to sing. So it's, you know, for me, it's like, you know, where do I really feel the most comfortable? Because the truth is, is if I'm singing, I feel comfortable. So, um, but I can't dance and I can't, you know, I'm not really can't move that well. So we've got to like, I've kind seen of, you move. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty awkward. So, um, so we've kind of had to rework, you know, and my heart is in, is in rock music. So, you know, and it's, it's in, but, de- but describe rock music because to me, rock is, you know, it's the Rolling Stones, it's Jimi Hendrix, it's Janis Joplin, it's, you know, it's rock and roll. Yeah, I, rock and roll. I like a 60s, you know, 70s rock is kind of where my heart's at. So, so what's moderation? Um, that's soul. Like, that's just, okay. you know, passion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it, uh, that was actually kind of like our breakthrough song. That was like the first song that I kind of like had a bigger handle in writing. Um, that they were kind of like, okay, we've got something here that's solid that we can move forward with. So that was kind of like our our platform, and well, everything since then. That of song really showcases, you know, your voice, like the 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 range of yeah your voice. Yeah, it definitely lets me wail. So as Tommy would say, well, but it's <laughs> and I've heard many of your songs, and I think when you sing that song, I was thinking the same thing, Jackie. That you do sound different in it. Mm-hmm. It's like. Wow, whose voice is that? And, you know, I always think for as petite as you are, and you're you're sweet. Aww. You're a very sweet soul. I mean, that comes through. Then I hear a voice, and I can't just put the two together. You know, <laughs> it's like how does that? You know, yeah. little things, <laughs> sweet from? little things, sing like that. But I do think there's something about that song. So you feel like you did kind of. I mean, that's sort of like the. You know, yeah, I think it's a good representation. Yeah, okay, so, and kind of a springboard, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yep. So the stuff we have that we recorded in Nashville, um, we were down there for three days. We left on a Monday morning, and we came back Thursday morning slash Wednesday night, and um, it was just nonstop recording and working and writing, and it was it was awesome. So, so. you get to the studio like what time in the morning? I think we got there because we left Detroit at like seven seven thirty, and we got there probably. Well, Frankie was driving, and then I took over, so I shaved off a good chunk of time <laughs> so, um, so we ended up getting there like around two o'clock so two three o'clock i think and um yeah and then we just it was just work from that that point on so and we worked john paul got the day i got the graveyard shift so <laughs> oh wow so we which should have been the opposite i know really because he's, <laughs> he's the night owl yeah oh yeah but it's okay so we um so we uh yeah, we worked until I think the first night we worked until like three in the morning, four in the morning. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, and then got up the next day and uh, John Paul worked and then I worked again in the evening. And and the purpose and then, of that is to, I mean, what do you walk away from Nashville? Um, well, from that you trip? know, we walked away with a lot for both of us. Um, for me, we kind of really changed the sound from anything that I had worked on. And um so we did two songs for each of us, and uh, then we sent him off to New York. And, you know, Tommy, he always says the first one out of the foxhole. So he can't take anything anywhere that he doesn't, you know, doesn't think he can be passionate about. So he, you know, for me, my stuff was a little bit more, um, uh, it's not so commercial friendly, I guess. It's a little bit, you know, it's more authentic to who I am and what I love. Um, but as it relates to, like, the radio or whatever, it's a little... It's a little on the edge. So he, um, you know, there's like everything's live instruments and, and stuff like that. So he, so we were a little nervous about that going in and then he flipped out over it. So he was pretty excited about it. So, you know, that, oh, that's, that's like, okay, wonderful. we're in the right direction now. So now we got to go back in and get the, get it finished. So, and look at what you just said. And aren't there a lot of artists? I mean, you talk about you can't move and then, but you look at Adele and yeah, she just right. stands there and does this performance. So yeah. 
gosh, don't we have to be careful how we label and what we say? I mean, you say not commercial. Well, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, maybe we get too hooked on what is and not what can be. It's it's an interesting, you know, because, you know, artists, we we want to do what it feels natural to us and, you know, push the envelope for ourselves. But when you're in the industry and there's business people in the suits, you know, like, They'll, they want you to be different, but they don't want you to be too different. And right. they, they want you to be, you know, ahead of the game, but not too ahead of the game. So it's always yeah, a constant, marketable. like, yeah, it's always a constant give yeah, and take. So I mean, you, I get that. Yeah. So it's trying to find, you know. Well, we, we talked with John Paul last week about, um, you know, I asked him, how do you stay authentic or how do you, how do you stay true to yourself? You know, on one hand, you know, do what you love yeah. and, and kind of what you're talking about. But also, you know, you you have people that are just admiring you and fawning over you and fans and all of that and telling you all this. And then on the the flip side, you have, you know, people that criticize and people, mm-hmm. well, that's no good. How do you deal with all that and stay true to yourself? Yeah, I think, you know, if you go into it knowing that it's still a business and knowing that they're not everyone's going to like what you're doing and, and having that, you know, preconceived thought that, okay, we're going to go in, they may like it, they may not. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, people still have to make a living. And if like this is what you want to do to make a living. You've got to put your personal feelings aside. So, and I had to make that decision years ago when I decided, you know, that I want to take a different direction. What do I, what do I really want to do? Like, do I want to get another job, like a day job and just do this for fun? Or do I want to have this as my career and wake up every day doing what I love to do? And I made that decision. So it's, if I go into a meeting and they say, you know, you've got to do this, this, and this, you know, it, I have to evaluate what's worth it. You know, okay. How many people are going to say that? How, you know, and at some point, you know, if, if there's so much coming at you saying what you're doing isn't working, you've got to think about that, you know, but at well, the same time, you do have to stay true to, to what your passion is. Remember Kevin Sharp, the, yeah. the advice he gave when you yeah. were pretty young working mm-hmm. with him. And he said, and I'll never forget it too, because yeah. he said, you have to do what you have to do before you can do what you want to do. Uh, yeah, and it's true, and that's always stuck with me. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's it's like, good advice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. And you have to figure out what's worth it for you as a person. Like, is it worth it? You know, to make it your career, or is it worth it for you to, you know, do what you love? You know, and sometimes you you do have to do what you have to do. You know, so it's just that that fun aspect of it. And you but, know, you know, you've heard us talk enough about this segment and the whole idea of of letting people hear stories like yours where you know it is hard work and Mm -hmm. there are obstacles and hurdles that get in the way and all of that and there's times perhaps I don't know correct me if I'm wrong that you think okay am I going in the right direction yeah so talk about that a little bit I mean what do you do when doubt creeps in if it does it does it creeps in all the time it's a tough business and you know you see a lot of people um you know people they want to say mean things or they want to do this and do that and it's just you know, you have to remember what you love. And and for me, it's like when I get up on stage or when I'm singing, it doesn't matter where I'm singing. I can be in my car. I can be in front of people. I don't care. Like, it's that feeling. It's that passion that it's like, okay, you can't give up on this right now, you know? And it's like when you love something, it's, you know, I always say music is my soulmate. That's, you know, there's nothing that's been around longer. There's, you know, it's been my, you know, when I'm upset, I can go sing and it eases me, you know? And there's there's really nothing that... Other than my mom, but, um, (laughs) but you know, it's, you know, there's not much that, you know, really does that. So it's, it's just remembering that your, your passion is going to get you through. If you love anything, it's going to be, it's worth it. You know, you could not do anything else. I couldn't, I would suck at pretty much everything else. (laughs) You've tried a lot of other things. I've tried a lot of things. Well, I don't think you would suck at a lot of things, but it it is your passion. It's your calling. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you knew at eight years old that you were going to be a singer Mm -hmm. and considering everything you've done and then to listen to a song like that, you know what I mean? It's just fitting all the pieces together. And, and again, I mean, it obviously runs in the family from your dad's side. No. <laughs> that, I, I have no. to keep pointing that out. <laughs> now, okay, so you, you went to Nashville. Yep. I know you're also working on some other things. Talk a little bit about, aren't you worked with Easy to God? Yep. I was actually in the studio with him yesterday. You were. Talk yep. about that. Um, well, he, because he moved back to New York um, like a while, before winter actually, and we got together and, and co-wrote a song together, so then I was sick all winter. So uh, we finally got back in the, in the studio and worked on that. And um, What's so that, that cool. song like? 
Um, it's it's a cool it's a cool song. Uh, Sandman uh, wrote the beat, so he he created that, and then um, he I haven't heard Easy's part on it though. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no, I haven't heard his part on it, so I'll be pretty excited. So I wrote the hook, and uh, we recorded that yesterday. When so. will that song be done? Are we going to be able to play that song? I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly not 100 percent sure when it'll be done because he just okay. left for New York again today, but I'm not sure when he'll be back. What's, so. Can you tell us the title? Or? It's called Take Me Back. Oh, Take so, Me Back. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, interesting. Now, what kind of music is that? What genre does that fit into? I would probably say it fits into a hip-hop genre. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about Brian Schramm? I know yeah. you're working with him, and he's, is, I mean, in my own case, he's more country. Yeah, he's right? definitely country. Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's been him Make sure him I get and my I, genres right here. <laughs> yeah, him and I are really good writing partners. Um, we whipped up a couple songs, and um, the first one is called I Don't Want to Marry You, which is that's oh, pretty funny. So, wow. <laughs> oh, is that the one I heard? Yeah, that's the one I. Heard. I love that. Song. Yeah. So we gotta. I don't want to marry you. Yeah. Oh, come on, give us a little hint about that. It's like a, it's a hookup song. <laughs> oh. I just so. want to have sex. I don't want to marry you. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you call it? I just want to have sex. <laughs> I just want a one night stand. That might might be catchier. (laughs) Wow, that's interesting. Well, you know, we heard you. You, I heard. I've heard you sing with Brian Shreve. My husband was pretty blown away. Just to let you know, and that I know that 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 was just kind of a. You're collaborating on some of his his stuff too, right? Yeah, he's he's got some cool stuff going on too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're 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 pretty good uh, working partners. So is it important to have people like that around you in your life? I mean. You know, other yeah, musicians and artists and all of that. Yeah, and that that part too. In this business, it's very strange. There's not a lot of camaraderie, and between other musicians, there's not a lot of support. And I've been really, really lucky. I've met some amazing people over the last few years, and I've just been totally blessed to have such an amazing circle with like Red and you know Brian and Easy to God. And there's just been so many people that have just been awesome. You're, Through our eyes, have been great. And you're working with Team Money. Yeah, well. Team Money Green. It's just yeah. you know, it's been really, really cool this it's i feel like the scene you know detroit's kind of coming together and the musicians are also kind of following suit and kind of coming together and been really supportive so it's been awesome and just the creative sparks like brian sent me another song which i loved and he you know he sends me songs he works on and i've sent him my stuff and so it's you know constantly uh you know it's good to get a second opinion especially somebody who's it's sort of like i mean you and i kind of do that denise right you know with a lot of different things over the years we need somebody that yeah yeah bounce your ideas off of and but that's not envious or yeah you know supportive and there's nothing yeah that wants the best for you yeah exactly so yeah are you collaborating with red what's um we've talked about it we haven't done anything yet but okay i'd love to see that yeah it'd be fun um but let's play one of your new songs and you're going to debut this um at arts beats and eats this weekend right live for the first time when are you will you be there all weekend nope i'm playing sunday um sunday night okay oh good time. time Six forty-five. Forty-five. <laughs> what stage? <laughs> Alternative stage. Very good. <laughs> that part. So close. And you know it's Sunday, right? Once a mom, always mom. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so we're going to listen to "Before I Die." Yep. And this is a new one. Yep. And I'm, I have a lot of questions about this song. Yeah, I do okay. too. Okay.
we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and fade this one out because we only have ten minutes left. Um, <laughs> but I I have to just say the song is I love the song. It's but it's so completely different than anything I've ever heard you write or do. And you know what it reminded me of when I when I first heard this, which was yesterday, <laughs> um, <laughs> is the uh, Beyonce's new album Lemonade because uh, that was so completely different than yeah. than what she normally yeah. does and it had sort of that you know yeah. um swing big band type yeah. of feel to it it is catchy that's a gr- i think yeah. that's a good dancing song it's oh, more yeah. pop it's more of a pop music it sounds thanks. like thanks yeah. yeah so yeah so before and up, i die an upbeat i mean yeah oh very yeah. upbeat yeah it's the first, well, first up up tempo song i've done in a while so yeah so uh frankie I always I have like a running bucket list of things I want to do before I die. So I'm always saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do that before I die." And he, he was like, I, "Yeah, that. I picked up on that." So then he was like, "Write what you want to do before you die." So we incorporated wow. that into the song. So, so did you really make a list like okay, the things li- in there? The race car. And- that's all things that are on my bucket list. Like <laughs> and swim five oceans. Yep. <laughs> oh wow! But what's interesting though is when we do our bucket list, we just say. For the year. Like, we're not thinking of dying. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to do this year. Yeah. Right. Have you seen the Before I Die wall? I have not been there yet, but I, I mean, you guys talked about it on the show, but yeah, it's I have cool. I thought of that when I heard yeah, it. Yeah, I did too. It's right by Blue down in Woodward. In I Detroit. need to go. I need to go. There's a chalkboard. Yeah. There's a whole chalkboard. You should see it's huge. I took pictures of it. I've been right down there, so I can't. It's I right by really Blue. Cool. It's right next, it? right next to Blue. They need, need to, to play go. that song right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're That'd right. Be, wouldn't that be I a great venue for the streets in the song? That would be really cool. That would be a great video. That would be very cool. Can I be Oh. And you could, wait, that's a good idea. And you could use the wall behind right, you and right. people writing on the right. wall. Yeah, Denise and I will go right. <laughs> and Jess and JT. I want to be in that convertible YouTube video. I saw that. Boy, you just have to, you know, Google Rocky Valuse and there's some pretty cool stuff that comes up there. Yeah, so... That so you, no nobody's heard that song other no, than us, yeah, right? It's the first time it's been played. Wow. So don't you get excited to like? I mean, so when will we hear that on the radio? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll soon, it. I hope. Well, how many other songs do you have in the works? Um, and well, I've got that one. I've got another song um, that I'll be performing at Arts Beats and Eats, and then um, I have probably about five other songs that we'll be tackling. Mm. Um, so. And then when you have. Five, six, seven, however many it takes to make a half of a LP, EP. an EP. Yep. <laughs> then, then you can. That's what you can do, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like the plan. So we've kind of got the green light from Tommy. Um, this is almost like an experiment, just to see. Went down there, and you know everything we did was kind of a success. So he was happy with everything. So we're moving in the right direction now. So that was kind of like the hardest part was to just nail the direction. Um, so now that we've got that, we can go back down there with more of a clear focus and what we want. So Tommy you know, liked that song. Yeah, he he liked it all. So oh, yeah, he good. was pretty pretty excited about it. And he likes so, moderation. Yeah. Awesome. So. Wow. What about um, so people can't won't be able to get this music yet? Right? I have moderation on SoundCloud. Um, okay. Yep. So they can go go to my SoundCloud and and that one's out there. Um, but the other two, no, I haven't I haven't done anything with that yet. I haven't gotten the green light. Is okay. there any advantage or disadvantage or, or how does that work? Like, why would they want people to be able to get Before I Die, that song we just heard, until you release it big? Yeah, see, they kind of, they. I don't think they want to do that yet. So they're going to kind of pull the brakes a little bit on it. So we have about another month um, before I think we'll be ready to kind of put anything out. So we might just put singles out. Um, so that'll probably be like the first single we put out. And then, um, but we've got like another month of work. Okay. Um, before we can kind of make that decision, so or they can make that decision. <laughs> now, as far as social media goes, yeah, um, I was listening to Omegan Fox. Love, uh, I, yeah. So she was talking about how much she dislikes social yeah, media. Uh huh. So do I because of that reason. <laughs> but she said she mentioned that it's you know it's in their in her contracts. Yeah. So if she does a movie. It's in her contract that she has to tweet promote. things out yeah. and promote and all that. I mean, it used to be you just had to go around and do talk shows and all yeah. that. But no, now they have to do social media. And she said, I hate it. She says every time she feels she's a very private person, she is a very yeah. private person, she said. And when she puts something out there, she just wants to pull it back in. Yeah. So I'm curious, in your contract, does it say you have to um, do it, a certain amount of social media? It doesn't say. No, I'm not. They 
they've picked up on that that I'm not any good at it. Why don't they hire somebody to do it for you? Um, You know, I think that's probably will be something that is talked about in the not so far off future. But, um, you know, it's still it's it's you know, you still want it to come from you because I don't want to mislead people. And yeah, I'm just I just have to say something about I just watched an interview with Simon Cowell. Mm -hmm. It was a great, great interview. And he talked about stuff like that. And he said, you know, if you get into this business, you're you you have to understand you're putting yourself out there. That's yeah. part of the business. Like you can't yeah. go into this business and say I don't want to. I want to be private. You you can't. Yeah. That's I also heard somebody say though that you know putting everything out there also makes you lose a little bit of the allure that oh, you right. have with people not being able to know every right you know, yeah. thing about Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. there's kind of if I, there's, now there's I agree, that moderation. Yeah. I, I agree <laughs> that from a you know if I'm a you know the yeah. the label or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I want people that are going to have a lot of followers. Yeah. Right. And I get it from right. a business standpoint. And when I say hire somebody, I don't mean somebody that didn't yeah. know you. I meant somebody that you would tell them, and they would just maybe yeah. help you with what to yeah, put out consultant. there. Yeah, we should. Your someone brother? should do that business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what John Paul might write? I know. Though. I was going to say, I don't really trust the source. No. But. <laughs> Speaking of which, okay, you don't know this yet, but okay. last week okay. with John Paul, I played a game. Okay. Um, it's the name game. And I took musicians and okay. just said a name of a musician and asked John Paul to say the very first thing that came to his okay. mind. I did use you for him. Okay, uh, we'll tell you at the end what he okay. said about what, what. And it wasn't just one word. It, it was, was so funny. funny. Okay, so and I know some of these are just okay. old people's names, but so what? We'll start with somebody younger, and just the first word that okay. pops in your head, no matter if you think it's right or wrong. Okay. Carrie Underwood, amazing. Faith Hill, love her. Brian Schramm, awesome. Justin Timberlake, mirrors, mirrors. One of his songs, one of my favorite oh, listen to songs. Kid Rock. Um, Detroit. Oh, good one. Sam Hunt. Um, country. <laughs> John Paul Wallace. I need a favor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that coincides with what he said last week. <laughs> I need a favor. Madonna. Um, like a virgin. Oh, interesting how the songs came to you. Um, tell her what John Paul said when I said, Rocky, Rocky. Oh, he said, can you carry this upstairs for me? <laughs> <laughs> Which is so true. I'm like, what? <laughs> I had no idea what he was talking about. All right. Well, wow. we do have to wrap this up, but we have a sip on this for you, Rocky. And um, I was trying to find something that would you know tie into your songs but i really couldn't find anything and i know um how passionate you are also about working out and physical fitness and everything else so we got and all the health food stuff so we got you the skinny girl uh cranberry cosmo drink okay (laughs) so that's for you so it's rocky valuse and you are performing sunday at arts beats and eats at 6 45 on the alternative stage right and they can get moderation on SoundCloud. Yep. Yes. And before I die, that would be a great name for a wine or a vodka, wouldn't it? <gasps> before I die, I want to drink the whole thing. Right. right? <laughs> that was, that's a great idea. I I've got a lot of no. You know what? I love the me, idea. Baby. I love the idea of the video um, by the wall. What I think would be really cool is if yes. I became her social media consultant. Oh, because you're so good at that. Right. Well, it would force me to be good at it because I'd want to promote. I don't her. think she needs somebody that. <laughs> Is as I good as you are with social job. media. I think it would be great. <laughs> oh, shoot. Did you hear that, Tommy? <laughs> okay. Oh, right. So, okay. Oh, but thank you for being good here today. Oh, thank you for having Coming me. Coming to an end. Yes, and, and I know um, you have a rehearsal tonight, so yeah. tell Frankie hello. And we want to get Frankie and Chris on the oh, show. Yeah. yeah, send them We really want to get guys the, those guys. Well, no, I think, crack I think we'll be able funny. to get them on the show. Oh, good. We should probably do them separate, though, because they both have such great stories. Yeah. Uh, together you'd get a really maybe we could do both yeah they've done a lot of work together over the years so i think they're oh that would be yeah. so much and fun um, and jt thank you for showing up today with your camera yep yeah and Getting um pictures are we gonna see you sunday yes oh cool sweet all right so um next week denise who do I we might have? just have to show up to that 
Who do we have, Denise? Next week we have Dana Gill from Zoo Rehab, um, and it is a great leap of faith story. Zoo Rehab is a nonprofit organization. Um, that assists zoos, wildlife reserves, animal rehabilitation. Very big, good program. It's a really oh. great program, and they just you know they help with housing and vet bills, and again, it's nonprofit. And she's going to be here to talk about how she got into this and why she loves it. And, oh wow! And and she's exceedingly passionate. It's amazing. I mean, it's just in a different right, in right. a different area. Is so. she is she a vet or no? She's not a vet. She okay. did you know study. She did study extensively, um, extensively, uh, in you know animal science and all that oh, kind wow. of stuff. But I'll let her okay, cool. tell you more about that. But next yeah. week she'll be here, so that'll be cool. an interesting. We're also show. going to uh, make that our, our pet show. So yeah, we're going to talk about our pet peeves. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's over there thinking, "Oh dear God, I'm going to call in sick." <laughs> no, Not, because, I already know one of Jackie's. Because oh, what? tardiness. Oh, 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 oh no, yeah, wait. you're right. I was tardy. No, but with her too, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, with her. What do you mean, her too? I'm never late except no, no. for traffic. I know. It's. I think she's talking about yeah, her yeah, because yeah. It, it's always been her. Today it was you, but I mean, I knew you were going to be late. What? You I weren't late. You were tardy. Late. No, I know. I wasn't even right. <laughs> you, should, oh, oh. you should be at the podcast one hour before. Not four minutes before, ladies, but that's okay. Actually, you want to hear something? So Denise called you know me this She's morning. lucky we're here, right, Jessica? I know. I know. You're right. I am lucky. Well, we're lucky you're here, too. I know. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. So Denise called me and said, I'm, I'm running late traffic. And I said, that's okay. I'm stuck in traffic. And I said, don't worry about it. We have Rocky. She's always late at everything. And who was right at first? What? She was the first one here. Yeah. Well, do, that, do that applause thing, Jack. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, hi, ma. <laughs> all right, we do have to wrap it up. So, right. um, well, we're going to skip the fortune cookies today. And always remember sometimes your only available transportation is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap. And happy hump day. Yep. Thank you. Yep. It's been have fun this weekend. Please. I will. And we're going to end the show with, um, which one do you want to end with again? Let's do Before I Die. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. All right.
This is a previously recorded episode.